Uh, so corrections, correction, sorry. Jacke Fuchs. J-A-C-E-K-F-U-C-H-S. And that is his YouTube, if you want to go check this out. It's called Sellers of the Age of Miracles on YouTube right now. Jacke Fuchs, thank you so much for submitting this. I'm sorry I got your name wrong through this entire podcast. <laughs> Hopefully this will be put in the beginning. All right, here's the review. Boom. I am a scientist from Natty, and you, Jared, you have killed your wife. Dan, do you need help? You did it. <laughs> it was you. Dan, you're you're in a bathrobe in the park. Are you all right, buddy? How did I get here? This is not my beautiful house. <laughs> this is not my beautiful wife. I mean, it's a picture of her. Oh yes. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Dan? Yes. What is this? This is an indie film review where we review independent films. And uh, oh. we reviewed a film this week called... Sellers of the Age of Miracles. Sellers of the Age of Miracles. Uh, and that's not like a seller. This is like someone who is selling something to you, not yes. a place. Okay, I'm just trying to be clear. Polish film um, sent to us by... I didn't look this up. William Walker. William Walker. William Walker, Texas Ranger. And that'll be the extent of my jokes for tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now, okay, Dan, uh, tell me what, in your own words, in your own time. Oh, God. What exactly this is and what's going on in Cellars of the Age of Miracles. You have one minute. Oh, God. Uh, see, that was the problem. I had to look up what this film was about because <laughs> it was very confusing at, at the top. Uh -huh. And then even when I looked halfway up, through the minute, even when I looked up the, the synopsis, I'm like, what is happening? So what I see in this film is this, this new futuristic world where people are holograms and they badger you to get other die? not die but like to go insane yeah they they badger you to go insane basically it was only after i read the synopsis and experienced the whole film that i realized that it's about survivor's guilt and how it can um really haunt you. haunt you and affect the ones who survived with you yes yeah so it's like there's this organization, Nazi, I think, right? They are a futuristic organization from the year 3000 that has created AI that is supposed to help you with trauma. But what the AI seems to be doing, it's like self-aware and it's like, oh, we know how to help people. We know what to do. And it just drives everyone insane or just to the point of them wanting to kill themselves. Then we have this guy adam who is like the patient they think oh he's the perfect patient this guy has money he's an artist we want to get him to sign up for the program so they're trying to like manipulate him and trick him into doing it but then you start to like figure out that all of this just kind of like in his head yeah. like none of this is real yeah. 
Like none of this is happening. <laughs> and is that a spoiler? Should I don't if I was to watch this film without Dan explaining to me what the plot is, I don't think I would have gotten what was going on really. Yeah. Like what truly was going on. So in that sense, I think spoiling this film doesn't matter. It's this film was more about an experience. It's very avant-garde. It's a it's an odyssey. I don't know if it's would you say poetry? Just the writing is so bizarre. Yeah. And in like themes, it's how you feel and less about like what the story is. Yeah. It's well, one of those it's, films. Yeah, it's experimental. Like you are the experiment in the in this film. So if you are up for that, you're gonna have a great time. If you're not up for that, it's a hard out, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. The biggest thing though is like it just throws you right into its lore. Oh yeah. And you're fucking in. You're just like you're grasping at straws. For, for any kind of sense whatsoever, and you never really get it. The YouTube page has the synopsis in uh, Polish, so I translated that using Google Translate. I don't know how accurate it is, but it, it, has, it has some kind of semblance of what's happening in there. But even knowing, like I said, even knowing what the synopsis is, it is a hard film to follow because... Like I said, you are just expected to know what's happening from the get-go. And it doesn't really explain any of it. It just, like, this is happening. And you kind of learn organically about this world as it goes. I think another issue is there's too many characters. Mm, yeah. If there was just Adam, Adam's daughter, and maybe, like, one, like, maybe the AI people and, like, one other character... That would be great. But there's like five or six different women in this that are all doing a sim like they all like work for that company and they're all doing similar things. And it's like somebody's friend, and then we're following that friend. And it it just gets I'm so like by the end of it, there's there's like characters that are helping other characters and things are happening. And I'm like, I don't know who this lady is. Like there's a lady with a scarf and another woman in a red dress. They keep cutting to them, and I'm like, I don't know who these well, people are. Well, the woman are. in the red dress is his daughter. But there's another woman in a red dress. Oh, I, I know who, you, who you're talking about, but there's a second woman in a red dress and there's a ton of different names. So the amount of characters in this is just a lot. Yeah. But yeah, Dan, pivoting from that, was there a moment in this film where you were like, okay, I'm in? And what was that moment? Um, Did that ever occur to you? That never occurred to me. Like it, it wasn't as like I was in from the get go because I did like the visual style of it, but I never got any kind of extreme draw from the visual style. And like, I was too busy trying to figure out the narrative that I didn't let myself surrender to the majesty of some of the ki the, the, the framing. Cause like really the framing is what this film is about. I was a little, I could have done without like the vignette effect, you know what I mean? Like the, the the blurred edges or the darkened edges. Like every single thing was like that. But what I did like I liked that. I, I, this okay. is just me. Right. What I did like was the visual effects, like whenever like the certain characters would like be all kind of glossed with this blurring effect, or whenever the film went all red. And it was like, oh my god, they're just editing in this film and everything that was done in post. It's so stylistic and awesome. So yeah, I would say 
that the special effects in this are the real standout. For me, personally, there is a couple too many special effects, and it's the ones where it does really blur out the characters. I like Or that. there's like some where it's like flashing and kind of getting real crazy. I like that. I don't like to lose sight of the subjects that I'm looking at, especially with like blurring and things like that. That bothers me. I like everything to be in focus all the time. At least focused on like the screen has to have something for me to focus on. If everything's just a blurry, insane blinking fest, it's too much for me. If the creator of this, William, was able to tone down a little bit of those effects, because I think the writing speaks for itself. And if he just had these characters say these lines and like the way he directs them and how to look and where to go, like I I feel like a lot of this was like meticulous. Like, no, you have to like do it this way. <laughs> and then the actors are like, what are you talking about? It's like, no, 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 no. This is how it should be. And it's so bizarre because when you see these actors, here's how I got into this film is the scene under the bridge. Uh-huh. There's a woman named Gabriella and she's just the boss of the company. And she is like talking to a man. I don't even know if this other man has a name or what really his job is in the company or what he does. But she's like, listen, I want this guy to be the customer. And it's Adam. He's Adam is standing there with them, but he's like almost dead inside. He's not responding. He's facing away from them, almost like turned away. He's the perfect patient. Don't ever forget that we want money, right? Everything we're doing is to try to get money. We need to find out what he wants, what he loves, and we need to give it to him, whatever it is, no matter how we do it, so we can make money. That's the most important thing. And then these like women emerge out of nowhere and and they're like, let the AI help you. And they're like, we will help you. We will help you. They all merge into this frame and they're just speaking so cryptically and weirdly. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Is he there? Is this happening? It it just keeps going from there with this bizarre, you know. I think like the way people speak. I think the one that I made fun of at the beginning is where I kind of was into the film that you were talking about. If I if I double back on what I said, it, there's a scene where um, he's kind of wandering in this this in public, and these people stop, and he's like, "Hey, uh, we saw you." So basically the idea is he he lost his wife in a car accident or something like that. And they see him wandering and they're like, hey, we, we, we see you. Like, do you need any help? And then he's like, I, I don't I don't know. And then they start talking more to him, but they slowly get out of empathy mode and get into badgering and uh, uh, harshly making fun of him mode. They start accusing him of killing his wife. Yeah. They're like, why did you do that to her? And you're like, what? And they start like laughing at his face. Yeah. But you don't know if that's in his head or what they're really saying. And it's it's kind of and then that gets, the actor that who gets, plays Adam is really good, yeah, by the way. That that scene gets it comes back again. Like that's that's the other thing I like about this film is how cyclical it is. Oh yeah. I want to read some dialogue here. Okay. So this is kind of uh because there were there were moments in this film where I was so like I'd be in and then it would kind of get to a, a spot where there wasn't a lot of dialogue going on and I, the film would kind of lose me. And I feel like the dialogue really does like pull this film together in a way. Um, okay. A lot of this movie preface is about like the corporate hellscape and how just working for a corporation is just 
they're there to just make as much money as they can, no matter how they do it. They don't care. And like people's lives are being ruined in this movie, basically for like not doing a well enough job. (laughs) Like a woman gets strangled at one point by her boss. So they're being very literal with like the amount of abuse that some workers with through corporations can, can go through, you know? Uh, And it's interesting how the opposite is that Adam is an artist. Yeah. But yet his weird fear, like menace place is this corporation, almost like he was like pushing away from that. That is his ultimate fear is being trapped in a corporation where they control you in that way. But then again, like look at the art he's creating. Like we only get one glimpse of what he, how he's an artist and it's this painting and it's like this weird geometric painting, almost like it's, it's like a corporate piece of artwork. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's very by the numbers and um, you see him going at it like in a, in a very um, vigorous way, but he's, he seems he's, to hate it. He's, yeah. He's not <laughs> doing anything to it other than like just, I don't know, bringing attention to it. It's weird. Yeah. It's a he's weird, slashing at yeah. it. I do like how he is drunk and drinking a lot. In one of the very first scenes, he comes across a man who's also drunk and he's trying to, con- he's like, have you seen my daughter? Blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, get away from me, you weirdo, you psycho. Oh, yeah. It's almost like he's talking to himself. Yeah. There's a lot of things like that where it's like, is he really talking to people or is this like his own guilt trip still of him uh, being a drunk driver and accidentally killing his wife and basically abandoning his daughter for, was it 17 years yeah. he's been out of touch with his daughter? That's kind of insane. All right, anyways, here's the, here's the quote. During a job interview, be calm, but not too slow. Positive, but not embarrassingly ridiculous. Bright, but not condescending. Fresh and giving the impression of being useful, but not overzealous. Be a product made of plasticine, which will be used by the bosses. Welcome to the family. <laughs> and it says the character's name, Laurencia. So and I'm, I'm just like hearing this. And I actually went back and I'm like, I have to listen to this again. This is insane. The, the way they, they deliver this line is like way better. But think of that dialogue. It's constantly this weird corporate double speak shit that they're saying. And then it, it gets into this like dystopian hellscape yeah. <laughs> that everyone is in with these fucking AI. So... How would you describe what goes on with the daughter? Oh, God. And, like, some of these side characters. Because that, like, again, that was so confusing to me. There were so many so of these the female daughter, leads. The daughter is, you don't understand that she's the daughter till much later in the film. And she is participating in this corporate nonsense. Like, she's a new employee of sorts. And she's she's failing at it. Mm-hmm. It's like the the dialogue is saying stuff like she has tried this and then you see her like trying. So what what we understand as work happening is you call somebody and you try to get them on board with this program and you're trying to sell it to them. And the daughter is a terrible salesperson. She doesn't know how to do it very well, but she disappears from the film and then comes back whenever they start talking about the wife's dress and how the daughter is wearing it and then she puts it on. It, I, I don't know. It's, it's strange. When she does that, it's implied that she's going to go kill herself. Mm. Okay. But then a woman comes and stops her. And I, I think that woman is her boss, her former boss. I was so confused by that, who that woman was that saves her at the end. 
it probably should have been her dad, honestly. That would have made more sense. Like him realizing like, oh wait, my daughter has been out there for, I've been ignoring her. Because the whole movie, you think he has a photo. Adam has a photo of his wife and he's asking everyone where his wife is. But it's really a photo of his daughter. Yeah. And he's wandering around asking, have you seen my daughter, not my wife? And then he runs into his own daughter and passes her by in the street and she's screaming and yelling at him. But in, in the very final scene, he finally recognizes her. He's like, this is my daughter. I need to stop like self-loathing about the things I did in the past and focus on the present and the future right now with my daughter. Like, you know, she's still important. I have something to live for, all that stuff, because he is basically given up and it's affecting her yeah. in such a negative way. She doesn't have that relationship and her job, like she has no one else to lean on. So she's like, I'm going to jump off this fucking, a lot of like almost jumping off of bridges in this movie. But yeah, I wish it was a little less confusing with all these characters. Cause it's like, we have the daughter. She does a bad job. Then a new girl shows up. She does a really good job. Then the AI start annoying her and attacking her and making her go crazy. She's like, I'm seeing people. I'm seeing things. Just like Adam. She's like, I'm going crazy. Then she goes to talk to her friend. So one girl gets fired. Second girl goes to an insane asylum. Third girl, who's just a friend, doesn't even work for the company. She starts to go crazy. And now we're like so far down the line. And then we have that other lady with the scarf. And there's like another AI in the woods. And I'm just like, what the, (laughs) like, who are all these people? I don't know. Just too many people. There's too many people. And then then we have the boss too, which I, I don't know. Was there any scene in particular that you wanted to talk about? Um, no, I've talked about everything I found interesting. Like the painting I I found very interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought when the three AI women who I think are very pivotal to this movie and I know I was just complaining about too many characters, but you cannot cut these these three ladies out because they do such a good job. Uh, I liked how they always stand almost like in a triangle yeah, or like how they stand really is always cool. so like symmetrical to the other. It was really weird. Well, I, like that's, that's the reason why I, I agree with you whenever you say that it's it, everything in this was very meticulous and very deliberate. Like what's what's the word for, like like staging, I guess. Yeah. But what do you call that with actors? Blocking. Is it st- blocking? The blocking in this is so great. Um but yeah, when they were glitching out and they were like like kind of touching hands but not touching hands, they were like mimicking what glitching out would be. That was really, really cool. I liked the cuts of um it would show this this screen, but it was like a small screen in the center of the frame and it would just show different images. Uh-huh. And then it was oh, just like yeah. blackness on the border. That was so cool. They would cut to that. I'm like, what the fuck is this? it was and, the, and then they put people in front of it like they're being yeah, projected yeah. upon. That yes. was so, uh, it, it, I love, I love it when films do that. The amount of weird experimentation with special effects in this is so fun. And I think like 80% of it works, but yeah, I, I think for most people, it's just an overstimulation. They couldn't handle it. But if you were to put this on at a party or something, you know, like even like at an art house event, even like that would make sense too. Like just at like a gallery, like here's something fun. People were like, what the hell is this? This is kind of interesting. It's like, you could just turn this on and be like, this is an art exhibit. Oh, yeah. No, this 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 is definitely something that you could show at like a museum. Like, on yes, repeat. you could walk in, stare at this for a few minutes and be like, that was cool. And then walk away. You don't even need subtitles. Like, you don't need to understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, some of the imagery is so neat. I was having a field day taking pictures. 
I think I took about three or four pictures that we're going to post for this film because (laughs) usually I only take one, but I was having a lot of fun. But yeah, uh, weird film. It's a little rough around the edges in certain spots, just with the story. Yeah, but that's like the nature with avant-garde films. And I think that's that's really what it boils down to. But And this is also a very low-budget film. Yeah. And I think he does an amazing job with a low-budget film. How do you feel about future films? Would you want to see more films yes. from I, w- I would want to see more because director. of, like, like you said before, it, 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 the dialogue is like poetry. And this poetry in particular was talking about corporations and also survivor's mm-hmm. guilt and how, I, I don't know, there's like a lot of strange implications about AI and how that intermingles with corporation as well. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I think that... He has a lot to say, and I want to know what he has to say about other things that are, you know, pertinent. Yeah, I'm very interested to hear his voice in future films. And by voice, I mean, like what he's, you know, what kind of weird films. Yeah, he's going to be making. I'm into it. Um, I'd say just more focus. And cut down the cast a little bit. (laughs) Unless I mean, you know what? Maybe, maybe his next piece is going to be an odyssey with like 50 fucking characters. That'll be and great. they're all blurry. But I, they're all blurry. Fuck me. You know, who, what do I fucking know? It's probably going to, it's probably going to be amazing. But what I really want is I want to know who the main characters are and follow them. You can have like slight vignettes sometimes with other things, but by focus, I mean, I need to know that like, is it Adam and his daughter? Are those the two main? Because I was a little confused and I don't know if that was the language barrier of us having to read subtitles and kind of like follow along that way. Or like, how did you feel about that? I was going to, did it bother you? It did bother me because I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on. Then I read the synopsis and I'm like, okay, well then who's the artist? Like you don't really get to see Adam for like the first 20 minutes of the film. And then whenever you do see him, he's not really prominent. Like what's prominent is just the, the goings on, the causality of this naughty program. What if we just stayed with Adam and he was just wandering around, interacting, meeting with new people? Maybe he meets people in reality who are trying to help him. And then we see his weird view of like the evil AI trying to attack him and do this stuff. And then through that, we're learning more about his daughter. We're learning more about what happened in the car accident instead of jumping all around to these different things. But then the film wouldn't be the film. It's a journey with him, like a road trip. I know it's be a totally different fucking thing. So final thoughts, very interesting film. I don't think it's going to be for everybody. If you like avant-garde, check it out. Um, Dan, what do you think? Read the synopsis first and then go on the journey because the synopsis doesn't necessarily help understand the narrative what is what you do see though is like the the key components like you you see the gist of what he's trying to go for and then along the way you get all these really cool ideas and and um incomplete thoughts that you complete as the viewer yeah. Uh, also, I'm a complete idiot. Um, the writer and director is not named William Walker. That's actually one of the characters in this film. <laughs> so let's put this at the very beginning. Uh, well, because, I mean, we, we did the app. Dan, do plugs now. Guys, you can find us on Twitter at IndieFilmPod. You can find us on Instagram at IndieFilmReviewPod. You can email us at TheIndieFilmReview at gmail.com. Get there. Get square.
Get there. Get square. You know what? Square is the new triangle. Let's go. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm real tired. So, Dan, you're the final word. Okay. Yes. Welcome to Natty. Uh, you drink the water and we provide the pollution for the water. Yes. The water is alive. The water is alive. The water is alive. Water is alive. Water is alive.